Hello and welcome back to season two of Zero Wasted Days. I am honored that you are here with me and I am so excited for all of the episodes to come. I am also just very grateful for all of the reviews that you've been leaving and all of the love that you've been giving me inside my DMs. I love nothing more than to be of service to you and to hear that everything that I'm talking about here at Zero Wasted Days is resonating. You know, I really want to inspire you to push the boundaries of what's expected in your life and business, to challenge norms and your growth edges, and to go after the most audacious dreams because I've seen for myself that anything is truly possible when you have a vision and are ready to go after it. Are you ready to dive in? Let's go. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Zero Wasted Days. I am so excited that you are tuning in with me here today, either in the podcast or here on YouTube, or maybe you are watching this over on my blog, on my website. We've been working hard behind the scenes on just trying to really maximize where all the different kind of places and where you're able to see and hear and connect with Zero Wasted Days and with myself. So you may be watching them or listening to me on any one of those channels, and I'm super excited that you are here. I'm also super excited because it doesn't take a lot to excite me, but I am extra excited today because this is a really special episode because it's actually airing on my birthday. So I am recording this about a week before my birthday, but this is going to be airing on Monday, October 23rd. And I just really wanted to make this a birthday episode and touch on some important aspects that I guess will really help you understand my mission of Zero Wasted Days as I also discover it and deepen my relationship with what this mission is all about. And I also just hope that it deepens our connection together. I am turning 48 and next week, and it's my 48th time around the sun. And it all started 48 years ago here in France. I guess it started maybe 40 weeks before that, but I actually came Earthside in Montpellier, France, just after 2 p.m. on October 23rd. I know it was just after 2 p.m. because my mom has always told the story, and I didn't realize the significance of it until I moved here, but she's always told the story of how the nurses came into her room and she was obviously in active labor and said, Madame, are you going to have this baby before lunch or after lunch? And so she was like, I guess maybe I don't feel it coming yet. This is probably right on 12 o'clock because they're very punctual here. And she said, I guess after lunch. So they all went off to lunch and they came back and she had me just after lunch because it's like a real like period at, at lunchtime when everything shuts down in the country between 12 and 2 or 12... 30 and 2.30. And so I was born just after two o'clock when the nurses came back on shift. And I don't know, many mothers listen to this, but quite often we don't know when our babies are coming, right? So it was pretty smart or clever of my mom to say, okay, I'm not quite ready yet, but come in a couple of hours. And I didn't really realize, like I said earlier, the significance of this because lunch and the midi and the, the ritual of the lunch hour and sitting down to lunch and taking time off and pausing is so ingrained in culture here that I was told this story my whole life, but it really didn't make sense to me until I moved here. So just after 2 p.m. on October 23rd, I was born. And I was a baby born on the cusp of Libra and Scorpio, and I am a triple air sign. So my sun, my moon, and my rising sign are Libra, Gemini, and Aquarius, respectively. I am a generator in human design, and I am an Enneagram 3. 
So that tells me a little, tells you and myself a little bit more about my personality. And I've loved diving into so many different aspects of astrology, of human design, a little bit less so on the Enneagram. But when I did it, I was like, yep, that's me. And just different kind of personality tests as I have really deepened my relationship with myself really over the last 10 years. So what does this actually say about who I am? And I guess, what does it mean for anybody? It's just that I am a beautifully, cosmically unique individual. And it has really been over the last six years or so that I've really been deepening my appreciation for my unique blueprint. I had a human design reading done and I did some work with Amy Ruth, who lives in Australia. And she summarized it really well on the human design profile in this document that she gave me as a perfectly designed, and I guess she probably puts it on everybody's, a perfectly designed human for the exact experience your soul intended. And so if you think of it that way, we we are perfectly designed, there are no flaws for the exact experience that our soul intended us to have. And so this past six years, during the time that we have moved, we moved into France six and a half years ago, during this time, I have really spent a lot of it really deepening my understanding of who I am and really of peeling back the layers that I didn't really know were protecting me, but maybe also keeping me quite scared and small. And underneath, I have found probably a more scarred woman than I thought I was, but also one that I deeply neglected for a long time. I really hadn't spent the time loving myself and I'd really fallen out of love with who I was. The process of, you think about knitting and you unravel, uh, I did some knitting <laughs> years ago. And if you pull the, st- pull the wool, it all comes unraveled. And this kind of notion of pulling the wool and unraveling things, but also having those knitting needles at the ready to knit it back together again. This is just a visual that I see of, of un- unfurling and unraveling who we are and then having this beautiful opportunity to knit it back together again. And I've really dug uh, into understanding myself better and to love the parts that I used to maybe hate or I disliked and to maybe knit some more softness. When I, I did actually knit a, like a shawl and I still have it and I still use it sometimes in bed. And I remember I picked this exquisite cashmere and this is the opportunity and it, it is still so fluffy and soft and it's beautiful. And so this is the opportunity that we have when we knit back together who we are and we can knit some cashmere wool back into ourselves. It was around January of this year that I realized while doing a really deep meditation, I was reading the Joe Dispenza Supernatural book and I was doing some of his meditations, which I found to be really activating. And it was in the middle of one of these Joe Dispenza meditations that I had these super strong downloads. And I had this really strong feeling of letting go of my past and really embracing what my future held. I think I actually even left my sister a message and God went, oh my gosh, this meditation. And I did a big brain dump on her because I know she'll completely understand me. But something hit me during this meditation that I had not come across before. So it wasn't just this letting go of the past and really welcoming in the future, but there was this other level of just download that kind of came to me. And 
it was the fact that I realized how important this move to France was. I, I, on the surface, I realized at the beginning, I mean, obviously important for my family. It was really about reconnecting to ourselves, my marriage, my husband, my kids, my life. But I hadn't really realized its true meaning for me personally that sat like well beneath the surface. Guys, I'm just jumping in here to tell you all about my brand new free resource that you guys are just absolutely gobbling up over on social media. I didn't want to hold it back from you here on the podcast, so I wanted to tell you all about it. It is the Life First Growth Model, and I am unveiling and unpeeling all of the details from behind the scenes on this methodology that I teach and coach and mentor my clients with. It is a completely redefined way of doing life and business that is backed by research, science, and client studies, and I know you're going to love it. I am going to drop the link inside the show notes or wherever you're watching or listening to this podcast. You can also go to my website, suzanneactison.com slash life first, and you can download it for yourself. And so you see, Coming to France in 2017 was an adventure. It was a change of speed. We really wanted to pull the pin on on the speed of our life, on everything going so fast and really just do a real pivot for our lives and follow a dream. And I guess I underestimated or hadn't really discovered until more recently and, and what this meditation and then onward has helped me understand that this, the process of moving to France was actually more of a coming home for me. Throughout my life, I've always moved westward. <laughs> I was born in France. I moved to the east coast of Canada, back to the east coast of Canada in Nova Scotia, then to Ottawa, then to Toronto, then the, the west coast of Toronto, west side of Toronto. Then I made a big jump, continued west all the way around the globe to Melbourne, and then westward again when we came back, when I came back to France and making a real full circle back to where I was born. This full circle signifies a really important time in my life where in part I leave the past of me and this is what I've come to realize and I step into the next circle of my life, whichever direction that might take me. The circle, when I have explored this and really wondered what this means, what this whole kind of full circle thing has, has meant, the circle is a universal symbol with a lot of meaning. And there are definitions that represent like a, notions of like totality and like wholeness and perfection, a lot of the self, timelessness. And we think of the sun as its masculine power. And the soul and all the, I guess the soul and often there's talk of like waters around your soul as feminine kind of maternal principle. And these were some of the definitions that came out of a University of Michigan definition of the circle. And so you think about it, it really implies an idea of movement and symbolizes this circle of time and kind of perpetual motion. So the circle obviously is also zero on our numbering system and it symbolizes potential. It symbolizes just so many different things that I was like, oh, like so much to explore for me personally. And in December of last year, 
as I prepared for the new year, I do a lot of different rituals and practices around the new year. And I wrote myself, one of my rituals that I do is I write myself, my future self, a letter. And last December, I was in a really kind of transitional time in my business. And I didn't really know what the next year really was going to look like. I did pick a word for the year that I felt really deeply. And I just, it was just something that came to me, which was connection. Then in January of this year, so I carried on. I was like, okay, my word for next year is going to be connection. I didn't know how that was going to transpire yet. This podcast wasn't even birthed yet. I was still in that limbo land where I didn't, I wanted to do a podcast, but I didn't know when and how and why and, and, and everything else. And so in January, I'm in a mastermind and the gift inside the mastermind by my, from my coach was a deck of cards. This is a Kim Kranz archetype deck and it was a deck of Oracle cards. So I pull a card in January. I'm like, okay, starting fresh, don't know what's going to happen. Still in this time of real transition, piecing things back together. And I picked the Anima Mundi card. So it made a lot of sense to me when I went and found out what that actually means. And the definition of anima mundi is the world soul, according to several systems of thought, an intrinsic connection between all living beings, which relates to the world in much the same way as the soul is connected to the human body. So this unfurling of myself and at the time my business was intentionally part of my past. And as I stepped into this new year, connection in mind and this kind of revelation of having come full circle in hand, I really stepped into my future. And it was so powerful and painful at times. It was scary. It was exhilarating. But this Anima Mundi card was telling me that it was time for a real connection back to self, but also a connection to others within, within my world and within the world. And I didn't realize it in that January, but the year that I was stepping into and stepping into the next circle, so to speak, was one that also saw me launch this beautiful platform to which now I am deeply wed. I really believe that this channel, this podcast, and this platform found me in a way and is my way to connect with so many of you and connect with so many more of you that I was really able to do prior complete strangers drop into my DMs and say hi, tell me that they love the podcast, tell me what it means to them, and are just, I'm so happy to be connected to each and every one of you, honestly. I don't know who's listening to it, but I honestly feel a connection when you can hear my voice and, and be able to just sometimes pop into my DMs and tell me, but even if you're not, I just feel a connection with everybody that I get to talk to. The women that I actually get to interview here just leave me so elevated and richer and really, I'm dumbfounded after my interviews. I'm really left with kind of my eyes wide open for what more I really have the privilege to continue to learn. 
And so did I make sense of all of this before kind of reflecting on all of these pieces that came to be? Not at all. Am I surprised by the synchronicities of the letter I wrote to myself, the word that I declared, the card that I pulled, and then all of the other steps that kind of came after that? Do I think that that it was divinely guided? Absolutely. I'm not surprised by the synchronicities. So I really believe we are all on this unique divinely guided path. And I think like any path, there are obviously like forks in the road and there are twists and there are turns and zigs and zags. And through living our human experience, we really get to choose which path to take and which adventure will come next. I really think when you are guided by your values, so you guys know that I've talked a lot about values. It's part of my life first growth methodology that I talk about that I help people work through. But when you are guided by your values and you stay heart-centered in your decisions and choose to not always take the path that is well-paved, but one that calls you to your higher self, I think that we will continually be surprised by the awe of life and what is actually possible. I keep getting evidence of what is just mind-blowingly possible. And when we stay safe and keep to the well-paved paths all the time, sure, we can live a good life, but maybe not an extraordinary life. And personally, I am here to live an extraordinary one, to choose and to keep choosing the paths that feel aligned with who I am and to pivot when it's not aligned. I am choosing to create a life, not just make a living. This is the essence of living a zero wasted day's life. Now, all of this week, as I've been mulling over what I wanted to write in my birthday podcast and what I wanted to say, I keep notes and I get my downloads usually when I record solo podcasts, I was mulling over what I really wanted to say. And it really wasn't until I sat down literally today and put on some beautiful transformative music in my ears that I knew and it just completely flowed. And as I was sitting here typing out, maybe only just an hour ago, I looked down in front of me and there was a card that I pulled yesterday. And yesterday I was like, interesting. I just felt that I don't pull cards every single day, but I pulled this card and it was just a bit of an interesting one. I didn't know what to make of it, but I left it there and I leave them in front of me on my desk. I pull four cards and there's usually one at the top that kind of really signifies what's going on and what's to come. And the card that I pulled, if you're watching this on the video, was change. And I've never pulled this before and it is very apropos and I can really feel it in my soul that a new season of life is here and that we really, when it comes to new seasons and changes, that we can't resist it and we can't fear it, but really need to welcome it with courage. And as the deck says, the deck has a little book that you can read about each one of the cards. And as it says in the little book, it says the art of life lies in a constant readjustment to our surroundings, which I think couldn't sum it up better. So on this birthday message, I leave you with a little affirmation to make. So I want you just to pause, take a deep breath and say it after me. I am excited to find out what life has in store for me. 
I am excited to find out what life has in store for me. Remember, life is happening for you, not to you. Let it flow, lean in for the ride, and take that path less traveled sometimes because often I truly believe and I have been shown it's absolutely where the rainbows lie. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Zero Wasted Days podcast. I truly hope you found it to be valuable and inspirational as you work to create a life by your own design. I would love you to rate and review this episode to let everyone else know about it and help me share this important message with the world. All you need to do is screen grab your review, share it on socials, and tag me in to win a $100 Airbnb voucher that I'll be giving away every single month.